Welcome to the Picks from the Yard podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Salvatore. Just a humble caddy trying to scratch out winners every week for you guys. Along with my friends, family, even acquaintances are welcome as long as they provide winners. Now that they've gotten legalized gambling here in Jersey, we're going to provide you with the hot selections every week. Picks from the yard, week 17 of the NFL. The uh, I can't believe it. So this, this is it, the final week of the season. It flies by quicker every single year. We uh, we had an early Christmas present last week, a, a winning record, which has become a, a well lately. It's three out of four weeks we had winning records, so it's you know we're 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 eking it out the end of the year. So uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll finish strong. This is a uh, a dangerous week to be out there gambling. This is a true degenerates week because uh, there's teams that rest guys. It really it's tough. Uh, it's tough to navigate, but we're gonna try to uh, to help you guys out and uh, you know get you through through the season here before the playoffs uh, kick off. I'd like to introduce my guests, uh, my brother Richard the Math Whisperer Salvatore. It's great to be back. Uh, yeah, week seventeen is a it's a puzzle. It's different than any other week of the NFL season, but I think we we figured some stuff out. I think we have some good angles. I I, I like what I like the direction we're going, and we got a couple of college games. We got you know a few college games going too. So a safety net, hopefully that's the right. College games, but we'll uh, we'll see how that works. I think week one and seventeen are the uh, the two They're weeks tough. that are really tough. You don't know what's going on. Not that we do during the middle of the season. Anyway, but I digress. Uh, we have in studio our uh, our cousin Eric Holgerson. Uh, we always try to get him in over the holidays. I'm glad you uh, you came back. Big Bear. He's got all his Bears gear on. I, I mean, I have my I Jets it. gear on. We don't, even though it was a tough year. That's right. Gotta support. That's right. Bear down, baby. <laughs> good, good. And uh, we <laughs> we have uh, we're bringing an old friend. We've been trying to get this guy in for two years now. He's very uh, tough to uh, to book apparently. Naveen Narasimha, an old uh, drinking buddy and gambling friend of ours, and uh, we finally got him in here. We'll see if uh, you know. I, we'll see how he does under the pressure of being on a wow. uh, uh, on the show here. I think we're expecting three and zero, buddy. All right. Thanks for the uh, invite, by the way. I live across the uh, block here, so uh, <laughs> it's pretty easy for me to get here. <laughs> Two years I've been trying to get you in here. It's hard to for me to get here. Uh, yeah, you're, you're a busy guy. Or I know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what, what's happened here. You usually have pretty good picks. I, I mean, maybe maybe I don't want you to show me up. Maybe that's why I've been And today I was actually not supposed to be here, but um, um, I'm getting a dishwasher installed, so I got to thank my girlfriend from actually for actually letting the guy in today. Uh, all right. Nice. <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> Natasha. Thank you, Natasha. Yes. See, we appreciate again, that. it would have been a scheduling problem, buddy. You're just, you're just uh, I'm very too busy. busy. Yeah. So I think uh, I think it's all come together for a winning week for you. You you made it here. It's the day after Christmas. Thanks. I know everybody's very busy, so I'm glad everybody could uh, could make it in here today. Uh, we're all uh, you know sort of. Uh, I'm in a little bit of a food coma myself, but uh, it was a great Christmas. I hope all you guys had a good one out there and. Uh, and you know we got we, the the season presses on. We can't take off for the holidays. We got to keep providing you with the picks. Like I mentioned earlier, we had a winning week last week. Seven and five is is technically a winning week. We wish we we're hoping for a bigger one, but uh, you know, still uh, we're we're in the black from last week. Seventy five, a hundred and fifteen. 
and one tie for the season. I don't know what to say about that. How many games under 500 is that? Let me it's, see. Can you do the math one, on that? Two, That's uh, 40. Like, two math guys in the room, by the way. Calculate it so. 40 games. <laughs> easy number. Oh, man. Yeah, it's Jeez. easy math. It's a nice, smooth 40 units below 500. I went uh, two and one. Uh, Washington roll. I didn't expect that. I, Washington rolled Boise in the bowl game. That was a you know a, a laugher. I, I I complain every week. Houston Tampa Bay. My over forty nine and a half. They scored thirty four points in the first half. <laughs> Nine in the second half. A little disappointed. And uh, Green Bay came through on Monday night. Uh, sorry, Bill uh, Lesko had to uh, had to use your mushing mushiness there to uh, to squeak out a winner. That's Re- a good angle, by the way. Yes. We need to send them out there more often. If I ever need a winner, win. you just <laughs> buy. Buy him a ticket to, to it's worth the investment. <laughs> ticket to the game, flight, and then just triple up your uh, your action there and get it back. Uh, Richard went uh, one and two. The, the uh, Pittsburgh lost to the to Jets. I, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> the Red Hot Jets. Oh Unbelievable. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I, uh, must win. Everybody loves. Everybody loves Adam Gase now. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, Washington was a loser, and uh, Kansas City. Rolled. Uh, sorry to bring that up, uh, Eric. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it was, I didn't uh, expect. I, it was a uh, letdown spot for the. It Bears. was a big. Yeah, I. I honestly thought they would play a little better than that. I. It was shocked. I was shocked. surprised. Going to be yeah, a little closer. But, yeah, uh, you're gearing up Kansas City for the uh, for the run here. I, I think guess. the Bears might have been looking ahead. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to, to 2020. To, to golfing to next in year. Florida. To golf, yeah, in Florida. <laughs> Uh, Jim Dodge, one and two. He lost on Buffalo. A ridiculous two-point conversion. The Patriots always find a way, as they say. That's so a bad beat. Bad I mean, that, beat. They, they should have covered that. Buffalo should have covered that game. They were that driving, the right too, for, that for a right tying side. touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So frustrating. And uh, Dal, I mean, he, I don't know what. I still don't understand. He's an Eagles fan, but uh, he, he he picked Dallas. It was some reverse mush angle he used that, that paid off right. in the uh, he, he was was hoping, yeah, he he was hoping by picking Dallas that the Eagles would play better. He was, and I was with him at the O'Neills for that game. And it was very entertaining because Dodge was there, and at the other end of the bar is a buddy of ours, Kurt, who's a big uh, 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 Cowboys fan, and it was very entertaining. Uh, to, Dodge got yeah. mouthy, and a, shot, a Philly fan got mouthy. <laughs> yeah, go figure. But why right? would you pick Prescott over? The Eagles. He's on trying the road. to do a reverse mush. Yeah. It's it's you. Listen, we can't try to figure his logic out. <laughs> the Eagles using his power for yeah. the good of his team. The Eagles basically. win big games and the Cowboys lose big exactly. games. So you know, Arizona was a winner for him and uh, and Andy. Andy went three and zero. I I think he's a little upset we couldn't bring him back, but we had a Christmas. Uh, it's it's tough to get these guys in here. So sorry, Andy, buddy. Good job though. Three and zero. Jets Steelers under winner. Atlanta winner and the Saints and Titans went over. The parlay was a loser. Green Bay won. Buffalo and Tennessee both lost. We're going to try to get it back this week. We uh, we have, I won last week here to win the uh, underdog parlay. So uh, let's uh, let's hope for a little uh, a little post Christmas magic. All right, the playoff picture got a little, uh, a little clear, a little more clear this week, but uh, we still got some stuff to wrap up coming into week 17. Teams still have a lot to play for. There's uh, 
there's, there's still uh, home games and uh, div- you know it's 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 there's still some interesting uh, games coming up this week. So we'll see how it uh, how it shakes out. Yeah, there's actually only two playoff spots uh, up for grabs uh, in, in the NFC. You have uh, Dallas and uh, Philly fighting for the uh, NFC East title. And basically, Philly has the upper hand. If Philly wins, if they beat the Giants, they're in. Dallas needs Philly to lose, and they need to beat the Redskins. Um, and then in the AFC, you have the uh, the wild card, the final wild card spot up for grabs. And in, in that case, Tennessee has the upper hand. Tennessee wins, and they're in. And Pittsburgh needs Tennessee to lose. And they win, and they're in. And Oakland actually has an outside shot. They not, need like five things well, to five yeah, things. Well, Navin can yeah. talk about this because he was. Yeah, going I was looking this. at this because I, I kind of love this kind of stuff. But um, a Pittsburgh loss, a Tennessee loss, a Colts win, a Raiders win, and I think one of five things to happen in terms of like a uh, strength of victory, which is one is New England. So New England's going to beat Miami. So they're going to be fine. So if you look at those other four things with Oakland, Indy, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, it's not impossible that the Raiders actually could sneak in. The Colts, you know, and we won't, you know, give away the picks, but you know, Colts you think are going to, you know, handle Jacksonville. Tennessee and Houston to me, Houston's at home. They can easily win that game. Pittsburgh at Baltimore. I know Baltimore's resting uh, Jackson, but as you know, RG3's playing, they're still the better team. Pittsburgh can easily lose that game. So, you know, I give the Raiders maybe, what, 25% chance yeah. if I was a, if well, I was a was betting the man? Then we need, they need Miami to beat New England? Is <laughs> and that what and Miami to beat New England to clinch the, uh, There's the strength snap, and victory but, tiebreaker. Yeah. Can you imagine? Right there. But they, there are a couple other things outside of New England beating Miami where they could still get and I think the Chargers beat the Chiefs or there's a couple Cincinnati Cincy beating Cleveland things like that it's not uh, crazy yeah it's, it's not, not crazy. crazy and they also needed I think four things to happen last week right. and all four of them happened so yeah. it's like they need a nine game parlay and they have four of them in yeah. it's it's not outrageous but it's it, it, it's it's going to take a bunch of things and the, and, I, and the thing is that all these games are being played simultaneously so you know th- they're they're even going into the four o'clock games. They're still gonna have a ch- a chance, right? So they're not gonna be eliminated at one o'clock. So it, the four o'clock's gonna be fun in that sense because all these teams are playing at the same time. Right, right, and and you also have a lot of seeding possibilities. You know, we yeah. we maybe we won't get into all of them, but. The NFC, the really interesting game is the 49ers Seahawks game yeah. because you have a game there where the 49ers, if they win, they're getting the number one seed. And if they lose, they're getting the number five seed. So that's a huge game for them. And Seattle, you know, if they win, they're probably getting the three seed because you see New Orleans and Green Bay have relatively easy games. Uh, and if they lose, they'll get the five seed. So that that's a big time game. And, you know, so the NFC, even though five of the six spots are, are determined, the seeding can can change quite a bit. So there, there are a lot of games that are somewhat meaningful. And I love the fact that they have all div- division games because you still have teams that are probably going to try to play spoiler. And I think there are a lot of interesting games from, from that perspective. Teams out there with nothing to lose. It's going to be, there's always a few teams that win for no reason. So it's, uh, we try to navigate that uh, a little bit, you know, try to be a little cautious. We also on Saturday have the uh, the college football playoffs. Awesome. This is, uh, 
you know, there's there's three powerhouses and one semi, you know, outsider. But these game, I mean, these games are usually like like I've said before, at least one of them is usually is usually a great game. So uh, definitely tune into that. It should be. Uh, there's also a bunch of other bowl games, but you got uh, you got LSU is uh, playing Oklahoma. That's the first, that's the first game. I think yeah. the Clemson Ohio State Clemson, game. Clemson Ohio game State at night. Into, wow, yes, the marquee. What right, a, that's the marquee game because those are game. two great programs, undefeated this year. One's the defending national champion, and must gonna, see TV. Uh, yeah, that that's going to be a and and the point spread is two, and you have a strong opinions on both sides of that game. I have a strong opinion on that game that we'll get to. <laughs> get into uh, it. But but that's that should be a great game. And the other game, I mean, LSU should win that game, but they're a big favorite. And you know, you could see them maybe looking ahead a little bit. I I think you can maybe make an argument for Oklahoma, but we'll talk more about that. But yeah. I love I love the football playoff. And I think this year is a year. It's good they have it because if they just had one game, what two teams would you put in? You'd have to leave out either Clemson or Ohio State. And you I, can't leave out Clemson. You, you couldn't, right? Yeah. You can't leave no. out Clemson. No, Ohio and, State would have screamed, obviously. But, right, yeah. uh, right. But it would have been one of those years people would be like clamoring for a playoff. And I know Oklahoma's kind of on the outside looking in, and maybe they're not as good as those top three. But I, I, I really think that it, 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 I'm really looking forward to the playoff and and into the final game well, this year. What do you think a theoretical line would be on LSU versus Ohio State and Clemson? That would be interesting. I don't know. That could I be get. like a three, maybe minus three LSU. Yeah, I probably. think it'll be it'll be somewhere around three, three and a half. It'll, yeah. It it could depend on how these games go yeah. and how badly Impressive LSU and, you beats know, LSU looks Oklahoma. And, yeah. yeah, right. But I would I would my first thought would be probably around the field LSU goal. beats Oklahoma. <laughs> we don't. They're playing the game still. It might. You never know. Well, but the point I'm making is if we assume LSU is in, which yeah. is I think what we're doing, yeah. I think that game will determine because I think the Clemson Ohio State game is probably going to be a close game. Yeah, hopefully, okay. hopefully, right. Yeah. All right, and away we go. Final week for, uh, well, I'm only doing the playoffs, but this is it. Final week with the full card. Final chance for us to uh, to go 12-0. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm jumping in right off the bat. I, uh, I'm taking New Orleans. They need to win. They're playing uh, at Carolina. Carolina is on a, uh, they're playing their third string quarterback. They have an intern coach. They, uh, I, I looked, they've only covered once in the last seven weeks. So it's a lot of points, but give me the Saints in a game they, they need, and I'll lay the 13 happily. Um, I like this pick. Uh, and, and, and Carolina looks like they've just given up. Packed it They've, they've packed it in. Um, you know, since they fired Rivera, it seems like the team doesn't like the fact that he got fired, you know, and that they, they, it, it hasn't, sometimes you fire a coach and the team starts playing better. Yeah. It's has not be a been rallying the case. It's no, not been. Not at all. Um, all right. For my first pick, um, all right, I'm going to one of the big college games. I'm going to take Clemson. Nice. They're, they're a two point favorite. They're, they're playing Ohio State. This is a game, there are strong opinions on both sides, but this is the way I look at it. Clemson has been there before. They've been in the big spot. They're the defending national champion. They've been undefeated, but they're only the three seed, and I think the coach is great at motivating his team, and I think he's going to use that as a motivating factor. Here we are, we're undefeated, we're defending national title holders, but we're only the three seed. And I, I like the fact that they're only given two. Um, you know, I love their defensive coordinator. I know Ohio State's been rolling, but I got see that D coordinator on Clemson figuring stuff out and figuring out a way to, to shut them down. I say take Clemson as a small favorite. And this is a, uh, a rookie coach for Ohio State. I know that they had, you know, they're a great program. 
program, but this is an Urban Meyer in the game, right? Right. It's uh, I think Big it's spot R- Ryan Day. Yeah, that's, that's right. For it. Adam Wade's. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Adam Wade's Buddy. not going to be happy about yeah. this pick. This is the guy um, who rode the school bus with Adam Wade. Yeah, so I, I like. Yeah. I like Clemson a lot in this game, and one of the big reasons, that, and it may not be a huge factor, but Ohio State's quarterback's a little banged up, uh, especially with the ankle. And you know, I could see the defense trying to force him to move in the pocket a little bit more and and try to throw off that ankle or make that the big ankle right or left, you know, um, which could play a factor, you know, it might, it might change the throwing angles for him a little bit. You go for everything, right? I agree. And they, one of the storylines is Clemson has faced a weak schedule and that's been true for the most part, but Ohio State has not faced a team like Clemson. They haven't faced a defense like Clemson. So I, I, I want to flip that over and look at it from that perspective. Apparently not Michigan either, who plays no defense. Right. Exactly. Yeah, That's exactly. right. Yeah, especially in a big game. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, so for my pick, I, I, I went with all underdogs. My first underdog is Seattle at home getting three and a half against the 49ers. Game I think of the that's, week. Game of the week. I think that's, that's the way to go on that game. Seattle's tough at home. I, mean, I know this year they haven't played that well um, for them. They haven't played that well at home, but uh, but they're just a good team. They lost last week in a game they probably should not have lost. Uh, I think they have something to prove, and uh, I think with a little mojo on their side, they they went out and they brought back beast mode. Yeah, they signed. <laughs> so uh, that's amazing. <laughs> they brought him back. Hopefully, he didn't bring him back to uh, not run him from the the one yard line in the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Patriots, exactly. So I think this. I think uh, all that plays in, and then you have the twelfth guy that they always talk about in Seattle. So I, which is the fans. So I think it's a it's a good game for Seattle. Big spot for Jimmy G. I can say I like this pick. Seattle's got the experience. Home underdog yeah. in Seattle. Love it. Uh, so for my first pick, I'm going to take uh, Air Force minus two and a half against Washington State. Um, this is the Cheez It Bowl, actually. And oh, yeah. if you re- if uh, Friday people, night, ten yeah, o'clock. If people recall the Cheez It Bowl last year, it was TCU and Cal. It was the game where there were nine interceptions, and the game was ten seven in overtime. <laughs> Very um, exciting. I expect this one to be a little more entertaining than that game. <laughs> um, and. Uh, as an avid listener to uh, Picks from the Yard, I know Air Force has been uh, a team that uh, uh, Richard especially has uh, liked. I think they beat Colorado early in the year on the road. So um, give me Air Force minus two and a half. I also think motivation is always a key in a bowl game, right? You have Washington State, who is a mediocre team in the Pac-12, which is a mediocre conference. They're six and six. I don't see a lot of motivation. Air Force, 10 and two, had a great year. This will cap their year off. You're only getting only have to cover by a field goal. Give me Air Force and also that flex bone option that Air Force runs. It's impossible to even with the four weeks or three weeks they've had to prepare. I don't see Washington State stopping them. I love I love Air Force as a program, and yeah. I'm o- always looking at them week to week for a reason to bet them. And I love them in this spot because they're playing a team that doesn't know how to prepare, and it's hard. I agree. I think it's hard to prepare for the way they run their offense. So I I like them. Small favorite. I I, I agree with this pick. I'm taking Cincinnati getting three at home. I. A one, they locked up. They did it. They accomplished their goal. They locked up the number one pick last week. So they got, you know, they're, 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 there's nothing to really, uh, you know, they got, they're playing with, with house money at this point. And you have Cleveland rolling into town who has been, they did not fail. They did, they, they disappointed as we had rooted for. They've been very disappointing. So we're going to cap it with a final loss here going into Cincinnati. Cincinnati's been playing a little better. And, and I, Cleveland is definitely, with all those head cases on that team, 
team. I can't imagine them putting much of an effort in here. I'm sure the coach wants someone because his job is in trouble, but that squad is going to phone this one in. Give me a Cincy as a home dog here. Yeah, it sounds like the players want to be traded. They want out of there. The coach is the only one talking about like how this is a big game, but I don't think the players want to play for this coach. Beckham Beckham doesn't care about this game. Landry doesn't care about this game. Hunt probably doesn't care about this game. No, I like it. Um, For my second pick, uh, I'm going to take Denver in a spoiler role against Oakland. Denver's at home. They're given three and a half points. Denver is has been playing sneakily well this season, and in spots they've been good. And I love the fact that there's no pressure on them. Oakland needs this game. Oakland, as we were talking about, needs a bunch of things to happen to get in. But Oakland's been very spotty this year. Other than last week when they played a San Diego team who seems even more checked out of San Diego. I keep doing that. The, the, the Los Angeles charges. We can leave that in. Um, <laughs> other than that spot, Oakland's been terrible. They lost their, their last home game at the Oakland Coliseum against Jacksonville. And they, they just look like they're not playing well at the end of the year. And Denver is. And I, I love the fact that you have this rivalry game and Denver can play the spoiler. So take Denver, give the three and a half points. I think this is a great pick. I um, I love uh, Denver. Well, our guy, my guy is there, Vic Fangio, and a uh, big defensive guy playing in cold weather. I, Denver's been playing much better, much more solid the last three or four weeks. It's a great pick. I, I really love that. Pick. And the quarterback looks yeah. okay, yeah, right? This does. guy looks all right. Yeah. I think he's going to be all right. And they roll the Texans uh, in Houston. I know yeah. Texans right. have been playing really well. So, and they win there. I think that was like a you know thirty-eight to ten or That's thirty-eight right. yep. seventeen, something like that. For my second pick, uh, I'm going with the home team here. Uh, I'm taking the Giants plus four versus Philly. I love it. Um, Oh, please ruin Philly's season. <laughs> I just, I, for, well, that's the big part there. I, first off, I think the NFC East has been a joke. Uh, even with the teams that are fighting to win and be in the playoffs, there's really not a big difference between them and the two teams that aren't in it. Um, the Giants have been playing a little bit better. They've won two in a row. Um, I, th- My biggest problem with the Giants, my only fear in this game is their defense. Um, they kind of let Washington back in the game last week, and uh, they should have really just nailed that down shut, and they ended up in overtime. They won the game, but uh, because their defense really didn't have to take the field again, which is probably why, why they won that game. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Giants plus four. They're at home. You know, who knows? Eli might show up. You never know. He might um, still be hung over from the and, Green Rock. Uh, yeah, the exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They were in celebrating their win in uh, Hoboken last week. And it Danny, was quite the hoopla. Danny and Dime. Danny Dimes looked really good with five five uh, TDs last week. So, I don't know. We'll see. It might be fun. Uh, for my second pick, um, I'm taking the Colts over the Jaguars. Uh, Indy's uh, minus three and a half. Um, there have been a lot of stories about Tom Coughlin uh, the last week. He obviously was fired, I think, probably two weeks ago. Um, and there was a lot of uh, disdain, I think, by the players. Um, he was he's he be, he went back into his micromanaging roles. And obviously, the one story we've always heard about Tom Coughlin is he sets the clock, so you know, he, to make sure that the you know 
players are actually there on time. So he's, I would I not work well with Tom. <laughs> that would be he a sets problem. The, <laughs> he sets the clocks uh, ahead. Your so whole the, salary would be so, in the yeah. pocket. So the owner actually fired him and set the clocks back to the normal time. So that was Is Tom Coughlin yeah. looking for a job? Uh, well, he's not going to get it. Can I uh, hire him as Bubba's butler, maybe? And as a giant fan, it's very sacrilegious for me to to knock Tom Coughlin, but it does sound like he went in there and basically ruined what was a good and up and coming team. Remember, I know you know two years ago they're what a play away from the Super Bowl mm-hmm. against the Pats, and what is and you know now it's gone downhill. Somebody they has to train the Coughlin. You have yeah. to handle these millennials yeah. gingerly. Right. You can't be putting very strict <laughs> orders on them. They get very upset. Traded Jalen Ramsey away. Um, Foles was a disastrous signing. I know Dodge doesn't want to hear that, but. Um, you know, the, just th- that whole program has has gone awry. I like the Colts. It's been a they've had a lot of injuries this year, but they can finish eight and eight. So I'll take the minus three and a half for the Colts. I'm taking the other big college game on Saturday. I'm going to take the points. LSU has looked pretty dominant, but you're, I'm getting Oklahoma. I'm, I've got a great coach, a great quarterback, and I'm getting 13 and a half. Give me those points. I, I, I can't cannot pass up this opportunity here. I uh, they they got they've got nothing to lose. They're basically you know they're 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 the fourth team in the country, but they're you know they're kind of a spoiler in this whole you know scenario. So. I, uh, I I I'm not I'm not I'm not passing up on this opportunity to get Oklahoma plus 13 and a half. I like the fact that last year they were in a similar spot. They were a big underdog to an SEC team, Alabama. They were getting crushed, and they came back and had a nice backdoor cover. So you know, for one it. thing, yeah. they're going to keep playing all the way through. And LSU, you could maybe think they're looking ahead a little bit. You know, like I don't want to say they're taking them lightly, but they might hold back a little bit stuff in their playbook for the following week, which will be the big game. So I I, I like the 13 and a half here. All right, I'm uh, I'm picking another college game for my third pick. I'm taking another program that I really like uh, picking, especially as an underdog, Iowa State. They're getting three and a half points. They're playing Notre Dame in uh, uh, one of the uh, warm-up bowls on Saturday. I think it's at 12 noon on Saturday. You have a situation here where Notre Dame's had a pretty good season. They only have two losses. They're, I think, ranked 15th. And when you look at the record, Iowa State, I believe, is 7-5. and five. But if you look at their the way they played, they were in a lot yep. of games. And they lost to Oklahoma by one in a game where they, they could have tied it, but they went for two at the end. They're a good, tough, resilient team. And I think they're psyched to be in a big-time bowl, whereas Notre yep. Dame Gotta be a is little a little disappointed. So yeah. you look at motivation here, and I think Iowa State has all the motivation. And I like I like, I like the hook here because I think even if you lose, yeah. you could definitely see them keeping it close. And, and, and Notre Dame and always draws a lot of money, so I always feel exactly. like you're getting a little yeah. extra bonus point yeah. or two when you pick against and it's, them. And it's fun to uh, root against Notre Dame. Always <laughs> yeah. great exactly. to do it. Well, I know Iowa State has been a big uh, a program that Rich has liked a lot, and they usually do a good job of covering. So I, I like to pick two. I, I think Notre Dame is a letdown a little bit for them, and Iowa State's totally pumped to play Notre Dame. Game and also be in a bowl game, so I, I I love the pick. I get and I got to give Eric an assist on this pick because I was wavering, and Eric said, "Oh, you love Iowa State." So also, I may blame him if they don't. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There it is. Um, 
All right. Well, I, I stuck with the NFL. I, I liked a lot of the college games, but it, I did stick with the NFL. And, of course, my last pick has to be the Bears. The Bears. Yeah. The homer pick. The Bears are getting one at the Vikings. Now, if you remember last year, the Bears were going to the playoffs. They didn't really need the game against the Vikings the last game of the season. They did go to Minnesota, though, and beat the Vikings, which kicked the Vikings out of the playoffs um, last year. Now it's a little bit reversed, but the Bears are already out. The Vikings are already in. So the, this game doesn't mean a whole lot on that level. But the Bears seem to have the Vikings number. I, I think the Bears have a little bit to play for in the sense of finishing 8-8, eight and eight, uh, also finishing on a high note. Um, they've lost two games. One game I think they were really in and had a shot at against Green Bay in Green Bay. Uh, they play their NFC North rivals really tough uh, regardless of where they're at. And they've kind of had the Vikings number over the last uh, couple Minnesota's of years. Minnesota's got nothing to play for. And Minnesota, nothing. they're the sixth seed regardless. Yeah, so yeah. they might even start resting guys. You never know. So I, I, I like the Bears with the plus one. Um, and then my third pick, which is a, a similar philosophy to uh, Eric's pick of the Bears, I'm actually taking the Jets plus two over Buffalo. Uh, yes. Buffalo. <laughs> love Jet fans. I love yes. taking the last Jets game of the year, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo, um, again, locked into their seed. They're the five seed. They'll most likely be at Houston. The Jets, obviously had a disastrous start to the year. They were one and seven, and now they recovered. They're five and two in their last seven. Um, finishing six and two is a is a great second half for them. Avoid you know double digit losses, which I think they've now had three straight double digit losing seasons. I I, I think that's that's the that's the number. Um, Gase they finally bought into Gase's system. I think um, Darnold's been playing a lot better. Um, uh, Adams obviously has been the best, you know, best defender in the league. So give me the Jets plus two. I think they finish off the season strong. I can also see this scenario where you know the Bills fall down. Let's say three nothing, seven nothing. They know they're playing next week. Nobody here, get here, injured. Here, here come exactly. the second That's string, right. and then you, you know you'll ride this one, and, and this could be kind of a blowout. All right, the money line underdog parlay, 0-16, last chance for me here. I, uh, I, 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 I'm going to have to tweak it a little bit. I, um, the, the three games I like didn't quite pay off. We want to we wanna get our money back here, so I'm going with a four-teamer this week to, uh, to try to net a little profit on the season. Give me three. Uh, give, me, give, me, give me the Bears, Eric. I like that angle. A couple of home dogs. I'm taking Cincy. I'm taking Seattle. And uh, give me Iowa State to beat Notre Dame. Hopefully, if the first three come in, you'll be watching in the Seattle game, paying off a nice juicy 28-1 to four-teamer bonus this week. We're going to get our money back and then some. I like, and your record is good, I feel, at the end of the year. Oh, right? Whether it's what, on this or the, or the YouTube series. I feel like when when the when it's really down to the pressure. When, when it's when, meaningless, yeah. I shine. <laughs> much like the Jets. Not much to play for at this point, but let's uh, let's try to try for a four-teamer. We can't win a three-teamer. You know what? We'll, we'll win a four-teamer, just to uh, to really, you know, to, to, to end the season on a high note, get involved. All 
right. No Clegg's Corner this week. We gave uh, Clegg is, uh, is off on holiday for uh, for Christmas. Uh, one and two last week. So we're, we're going to give him a little a little respite here. He didn't uh, he didn't send any picks for Richard to pump up this week. So we'll, uh, he'll be back in studio next week. Hopefully he's retweaking his he system. Will. I know he's psyched, though, because there's going to be a soccer franchise in Charlotte. And maybe we'll talk about that more. <laughs> he may be down there applying for a job right now as we speak. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk more about that next week. I think he's, he's going to have a new team in the MLS moving forward. All right, and we'll get some MLS action in. I there like it. That's another a, uh, another, uh, another place for me to, to give my money away. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'm going to give a quick recap of our picks here so you can jot these winners down. I'm going with uh, New Orleans minus 13, Cincy plus 3, and Oklahoma plus 13 and a half. Richard's got Clemson minus 2. Denver minus three and a half, and Iowa State plus three and a half. Cousin Eric, Seattle plus three and a half. The Giants plus four, and his Bears plus one. And Naveen's got Air Force minus two and a half. Indy minus three and a half, and the Jets plus two, calling for a possible route, maybe some alternate line action out there as Buffalo will be uh, will have their third stringers in 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 place resting up. The money line underdog parlay, we're gonna do a four teamer this week. I'm going for broke. I mean broke is where where I'm at so far at 0 and 16. So give me Chicago, Cincy. Iowa State and Seattle. Hopefully, it'll be live Sunday night for that Seattle game at twenty-eight to one. We plugged all twelve teams. One last shot. It's the super parlay into the uh, the DraftKings app, and that pays a juicy two thousand six hundred and twenty-five to one. Get involved, people. All right, anything we want to plug this week? Yeah, well, I want to actually thank the NBA because they gave all of us New York Knicks fans a big Christmas present. The Knicks did not play play on Christmas Day, (laughs) finally. So we didn't have to suffer and watch our team. And I believe they're playing today, which is the day after Christmas, because that's when they have the discounts, like the deals, right? The Knicks are a day after after Christmas kind of team, right? You get the the discounts and stuff, the gifts that no one else wants. You know, it's like the land of what's up, the the misfit toys. Perfect. uh, a, a, a franchise right. there playing. Uh, yeah, they got fired Terrible. from Christmas. Which is, Good. I mean, it's I was a little time. upset, though, because it was, uh, they always provide, we always That's bet true, against actually, them. we bet against them. So, <laughs> yeah, we lost out on that. <laughs> you got, Eric, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm actually uh, with a theater company in New York. Uh, it's called Paper Kids Theater Company. And uh, we are doing um, a show in the Winterfest this year uh, in New York City. And it's uh, the end of February, February 24th. Uh, February 26th and uh, February 29th. Uh, If you're interested in any of those kind of shows, you can go to New York uh, Festival Tickets.com and uh, take a look at that. But uh, it's a fun, we're doing a a play called Love Sick. It's a bunch of individual scenes about relationships and things like that. So it's a. Will provide any answers for us? Relationship <laughs> answers? It'll just make it more murky. Oh, you're gonna be complicate things. That's complicated good. even more. Nice. I'm gonna go ahead and plug. Today is Boxing Day, but I don't, I'm not sure what that means exactly. I know it's a big uh, holiday. What? what it's a, is it a? What, what's Boxing Day? Educate me here. Uh, my guess is, and I thought 
And uh, if anybody wants to correct me, I think it's just people actually were bringing their Christmas gifts back. So they would just box them up, and that's what Boxing Day was. We should have so. probably looked this up. We probably up, should have well, looked it up, though. From what I've heard the Boxing Day is, and, and I think this is correct, is um, for all the people that worked on Christmas, um, especially like butlers and, and people like that that worked in homes, the owners of those homes would give them the extra food that was left over, everything else, and it was obviously put in a box and they would take it home. so And they would take it home on the 26th, which would be the day after Christmas. So therefore, it would, they called it Boxing Day, and that's when all of them kind of had their Christmas because they didn't have to work. So uh, that's what I've heard. Anybody just UK... Well, it sounds better than my explanation. So. <laughs> I can probably... It sounds like a holiday for, for, for bar- bartenders and That's right, exactly. So, Maybe uh, you should start selling them, yeah, celebrating yeah, it. day for... Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I think uh, any excuse to go out and, you know, have a couple of... <laughs> and there's a, there's a huge soccer schedule today. I think uh, I think all 20 teams are playing. Maybe one, two of them aren't. So uh, if you, if you, if you yeah, want to dabble, if you wanna dabble in the Premier League, uh, you can. Um, I'm just going to plug the fact that um, I'm uh, moving from Hoboken to Jersey City. So now I've become a bit of a Jersey shit City. Hill. Yeah, he's Mr. Jersey so, City now um, all of a sudden. But it's been 20 years um, in Hoboken. Um, it's been a great uh, run. I'm only moving like 10 minutes away. Um, oh, but yeah. I want, uh, you know, I, I'm getting kind of the best of both worlds. A lot of bartenders so. are going to be yeah. a sad farewell for uh, <laughs> a guy who was very my, supportive my, of my appearances. Right. In, I mean, they yeah. lose Andy LaGreca yeah. and now they're losing Naveen. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. It's terrible. The, the economy <laughs> of Hoboken is going down. Maybe uh, <laughs> Mayor Bala should uh, give me some uh, tax breaks that I could still uh, stay in a hobo. couple so. last drunk nights for him in town. Catch him while Catch. you can. <laughs> I want to thank the guests quickly for coming out the day after Christmas. I appreciate it. I know everybody's schedule is a little hectic. Uh, Richard Salvatore, my brother, we had a great Christmas yesterday. It was a great Christmas. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, my cousin Eric comes in. Uh, we get him in over the holiday every year. Thanks a lot, buddy. I'm glad to be here on Boxing Day. Boxing Day. <laughs> and uh, Naveen, finally got you in here, pal. We expect you Before the big move. Thanks for having me. Um, it's uh, this is one of those Thursdays where I'm actually uh, not doing doing some work, so I was glad to be here. I had a lot of fun. Nice. And now, um, if you get you, get you in here next year, you know, we're gonna have to. It's a big commute for you. I yeah, know. I, I got to come. Yeah. Another so big plan. Yeah. yeah, right on the light rail there, it's right there. Big, so. uh, full slate of uh, of soccer today. Some bowl games. There's bowl games all weekend long, so it's gonna be. Uh, this is a great time of year if you're uh, if you're partial to wagering. I. Uh, it's uh, there's a lot of uh, you know a lot of interesting uh, games out there to go out and make some money. I love it. It's just uh, you know it's a nice uh, it's a nice bonus gift for all the gamblers out there. All this action. So uh, get out there, get involved. If you like what you heard, please subscribe. We're on Apple, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also subscribe at our website, picksfromtheyard.com. Visit the website for all of our archived and bonus episodes and more content. For comments, criticisms, and challenges to Wayne, email us at pftypod at gmail.com, and we'll be sure to get back to you. Join the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're at pftypod on social media. Remember, gambling on sports is entertainment. Please don't overdo it. If you or someone you know is in over their head, call 800-GAMBLER for help. The Picks from the Yard podcast is produced by Van Voorst Films in Hoboken, New Jersey. Our music is Anticipation by the Gefkins. Check them out on Spotify. 
We'll be back next week. Get involved. Yeah.